Welcome to the Conscious Business Leader Show. I'm Anna Choi, founder and CEO of Conscious Business Coaching, helping high achieving business leaders prevent burnout to grow in flow. Our firm empowers the next generation of global leaders who will cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness. Join us for the end of the show, where we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing business inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Ready? Let's go. Right now, I have the pleasure of speaking with Arn Senadella of Spark Investment Group right now. How are you doing, Arn? Hey, Gabby. Great. Excited to be here and uh, share kind of my experience with your listeners. Awesome. We are so happy to have you. So please, what's the story of how Spark Investment Group became what it is now? Well, it's a long story. So I'm 66 years old and I got into the real estate business when I was 23. And uh, I've been a busy residential uh, broker as well as investors. I've owned a lot of rental properties, Mm -hmm. both in my home area of Silicon Valley. I grew up on South Coast Mountain View. My office was in Menlo Park. Uh, So I've invested for 40 years primarily in single family properties. And just in 2020, I've decided to move, make a transition into multifamily real estate investing. And I formed Spark Investment Group to help other kind of single family rental property owners scale up their investment business into multifamily properties. Wow. Okay. And so what, what impact have you seen with that, especially given a year like this, as far as going into that exact sector? Uh, well, it, yes. So <laughs> it's been a rough year for many people. Mm. COVID caused a lot of pain right. personally, medically, health-wise, economically. Uh, but, you know, I think we all have to just try to make the best we can right. given the circumstances, right? The, yes. the serenity prayer comes in handy <laughs> at times like this. And um, so... I'm excited about what I've accomplished in 2020. I've got Spark Investment Group launched. I've invested in six different apartment syndications so far this year, Mm -hmm. as well as I'm now just closing my first apartment syndication as a general partner on a property in Augusta, Georgia that I'm very excited about. Um, just to back up a little bit, lifelong Bay Area resident, mm-hmm. moved to Greenville, South Carolina uh, with my life partner to kind of start a new life adventure. We love it here in Greenville mm-hmm. and we're very happy and uh, we're excited about that too. Okay. And so like you say, you've gone through a lot of life transitions just overall, both business-wise and personally. What is your advice for people who are going through really big transitions in their lives, whether again, if it's personally or business wise? Well, I think, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I've always been somebody who uh, has confidence that I'll kind of always land on my feet. So I'm kind of not a procrastinator. Uh, and sometimes, honestly, I've leaped before I've looked, okay, mm-hmm. and I pay the prices and okay. learn from that. But mm-hmm. um, uh, 
I, I would encourage people to, you know, kind of step out of the box. Mm. You know, in, in contemporary society, we have demanding jobs, we have expectations, family, business, career, um, and we kind of maybe sometimes get in a rut, right? And we kind of got to check in and take care of ourselves. And uh, if you have a passion, if something's lacking in your life and you kind of want to try something different, I would encourage people to do that. Um, it may not work out, but <laughs> to me to, to never kind of explore the unknown, I don't know that that's a, a great way to, mm -hmm. to, to live. So I think sometimes you have to kind of take that leap of faith, try mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. new. Um, and, you know, at the age of 66, after 40 years in the real estate business, I've completely transitioned my own investing and my business model from kind of single family to multifamily. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited about it. I'm enthused. I feel passionate yeah. about it. And uh, I'm looking forward to the future. And uh, retirement is so much different today than it was 30, 40 years ago. Right. I, I, I can think about my grandpa when he was my age, when mm -hmm. I was eight or 10. Uh, so the, the, the rules and definition of retirement have changed. And there's so much that I still want to do that I can help people with. Uh, and I'm excited to keep learning. And, uh, you know, I feel great about it. Um, I'm looking forward to a much better 2021. I think mm, some great yes. things are going to happen. And it's been rough. But, you know, challenges also make you stronger. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing wrong with kind of being challenged and kind of handling the difficult times. Absolutely. You've been going and like I said, making those transitions and after 40 plus years still doing it. So how do you, what do you do to take care of yourself? Just keeping that, you know, good mindset and that high performance energy. Well, that's a, that's a great question. And, um, uh, well, so one, uh, self-care is very important, right? Uh, and so I kind of have a fitness and rec recreation routine that I stick with okay. 24 seven, 365 days a year. Uh, it, it keeps me physically fit. Uh, anytime I'm doing something active, mm -hmm. my problems don't seem as quite as difficult. Uh, and all of this is also social. And so your emotional tank gets filled. So uh, each of us kind of has to find a way to take care of ourselves so that we can give to others and kind of be the leader and, and help others. Uh, because if, if you're not kind of in good shape, if you're not feeling good, if you don't have energy and excitement, how can you kind of positively impact others mm -hmm. in your life? Mm -hmm. So for me, kind of fitness and recreation is a big part of it. Um, and there's a lot more I can say on that. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. And so you just mentioned too, as far as in order to be a leader and make that impact. And so what does being a conscious business leader mean to you? Well, so um, 
I, I've been trying to formulate my thoughts around that. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, Anna and you do a great job uh, kind of laying out the agenda. I really appreciate that. Thank so mm -hmm. the, the way I kind of think about it is, number one, doing the right thing, mm -hmm. doing what's kind of ethically and morally demand it mm -hmm. is also good business. Mm -hmm. In my experience, if you do the right thing, there is karma. Mm -hmm. And if you go about the world kind of doing the right thing, uh, the positive energy comes back to you. So right. for example, I'm a landlord. And that's, that's how I, I make my living. That's how I've created the life I have. And so my tenants are the most important people to me. Mm -hmm. And I take great care of my tenants. I, I have a legal and moral responsibility to provide safe, nice housing, and in exchange, unpaid rent. Mm -hmm. And happy tenants are good tenants. And so it's kind of a win-win. So I think when you do the right thing, i.e., meet your responsibilities, do the right thing. Mm -hmm. The world and karma kind of returns that energy to you. Uh, so I think doing the right thing, understanding that doing the right thing is good business is kind of step one to that. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. And so I'm very curious out of 40 years after doing this, what are one of, what is one of your favorite client success stories? If you could just think of one or maybe even a couple off the top of your head. Uh, client success stories? Yes, that yeah, you've had. So, <laughs> yeah, so um, one of my best friends and clients now is Leo, and he's mid-40s. He has a demanding W-2 job. Okay. He manages 45 engineers across the globe. Okay. A lot of them in China, a lot of them in India. Mm. So I once said, hey, Leo, I want to kind of help you get out of the W-2, the nine to five. And he looks at me and he goes, Arn, it's not the nine to five. It's the six to eight, right? Because <laughs> he's on Zoom calls to people in China, oh, in India. Yeah. So he, it's 6 a.m., it's 10 p.m., and oh. so he must be working 60, 60 hours a week minimum. Right. He oh. has three kids. And so I've been able to kind of help him start investing in real estate, create passive income with the plan that over the next five, six, seven years, he'll be in a position to leave that corporate rat race. And, and, uh, and he enjoys real estate investing, too. So I'm kind of helping him transition and he's made a great start. He's probably about halfway there and we're kind of hoping maybe three, four years he can leave his demanding W-2 job and kind of focus full time on his um, uh, real estate investing. And uh, generally, I've been a re residential broker, okay. so I've sold a lot of homes. I've probably sold close to a thousand homes wow. in my okay. career, mm -hmm. and I do believe in the American dream. I do believe in home ownership, and so when you help people buy their first home or their second home, there's so many benefits that accrue to them, mm -hmm. financial, but also 
uh, quality of life and putting down roots and being right. being uh, being tied to a community and developing a community. So uh, I get great satisfaction out of helping people buy their first home. For many, it's the biggest financial decision they ever make. Right. It can be terrifying and I'm happy to help them, uh, you know, achieve that goal. And I'd say almost without exceptions, most people are happy when they buy their home and they think it's a great step forward in their life. That's great. And so how do you handle that learning curve? Like I said, for some people, it's a really big decision. Some people, it's their first time. How does that go? I'm sure it's very exciting knowing that you're helping in that first big purchase. Yeah. um, So I think it's just providing information, Mm -hmm. um, answering their questions. Um, I think it's developing trust uh, because, you know, if you go to a doctor, you need to kind of trust your doctor, right? Mm -hmm. Your, your health is in his hands or her hands. And so building kind of trust. And so uh, what I always tell my clients is I may not always be right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I can make mistakes and I can be wrong. Right. But, Whatever I tell you is what I honestly believe, right? So I could be wrong, Mm -hmm. but I'm giving you my honest-to-goodness advice. Okay. Uh, So I'm coming from a place of honesty and integrity, and I think people can pick up on that. Mm -hmm. And then I think there are people go through many similar experiences in life and a whole walk of life. And so if you've been involved and you've seen 30 or 40 other people Mm -hmm. kind of experience the same emotional ups and downs, talking to people about it and letting them know and making the, helping them understand Mm -hmm. that this is not unusual. This is kind of normal. I think that helps people through the process. Okay, perfect. And like I said, it really starts with that relationship and feeling like they're having yeah. the right guidance in it. Yes. yes. And so and somebody you can trust and is kind of looking out for you. And I would say from the investment point of view, mm-hmm. uh, COVID's been a hot topic for real estate investors all over the country. We have eviction moratoriums and economic impacts and can people pay the rents and uh, I've been through a few cycles. I've been through a few rodeos, right. good mm-hmm. and bad. And so uh, I have a little perspective because I have been two or three through two or three really rough times. And if you just kind of keep your wits about you and have some kind of optimism about the future, you can kind of ride out the current difficulties. Perfect. Thank you so much. And so where can our listeners go for more information about your company and about you if they just want to connect with you? Sure, that would be great. Uh, always happy to talk to people about real estate. And and the other part of it is making a life transition. Okay. Um, my girlfriend and I kind of had uh, a vision of what we wanted and it mm-hmm. took us two or three years to find it. And honestly, when we found it, as we were driving down Main Street that first day, we started to cry because 
you know, you have an emotional reaction when you do that. So I'd encourage people to kind of, you know, try something else out, uh, uh, find their Z-Watt and an AO, if you know okay. Shawshank Redemption, which is a great movie, and I love that whole concept. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, my company name is Spark Investment Group. Website is investwithspark.com. You could reach me at arn at investwithspark.com via email or my cell phone. I've kept my old Bay Area number, 650-575-6114. Wonderful, Arn. Thank you so much. Arn Senadella, again, thank you for joining us and sharing all of that great knowledge and also for people to connect with you. Hey, great, Gabby. Great to meet you. Say thank you to Anna for me. And uh, it's been great. You have a great day. You too. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Business Leader Podcast. If you're a conscious business leader or entrepreneur who would like to be on the program, please visit annasunchoy.com slash apply. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. And if you do that, tag us with the hashtag conscious business leader. Now, can you also hook us up now to your podcast player and just give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. Your feedback helps us better empower that next generation of global leaders to cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness through being a loving presence. While you're at it, hit the subscribe button. You know why? Because each week you're going to be inspired and energized 15 minutes a day. My name is Anna Choi. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at AnnaSunChoi.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Conscious Business Leader Movement.